I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. I'm a whiskey. Like, I fucking I love whiskey. But glasses? that? Jared, do we have any glasses? Uh, I don't think so. We don't have anything in here, dude. We don't have shit. We're late. We haven't, de- we haven't decorated. I know. We're in here. We actually, haven't done anything to this place. To do all we've done is space. put the mics on the table. That's <laughs> it. That's all good. I actually rewatched the documentary today because that was the first thing oh, I was sort of introduced to. And so today, of course, like, my nerves got the best of me. And I was like, okay, let's like watch this with the, like how I first seen everything mm-hmm. and remember why the fuck I applied to do yeah. this. Right, yeah. <laughs> right straight, now I'm right? just like, oh my God. No, it's good though. I am I am excited. Is it weird uh, watching us on uh, the documentary and then uh, just, just like the the then, CBC one, like the intro kind of thing? Our, our documentary. Your documentary. We have a documentary. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> is it is it weird uh, watching it and then coming in and like yeah, hanging out with us? Uh, not really. I think I feel a little bit better. Okay, sweet. Brian yeah. wants you to say that you're starstruck. Oh that, yeah, that's like, true. That Can I get your is, autograph? Especially after this his presence is overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I usually, you know, I usually get that yeah brian your presence over your presence overwhelms me sometimes (laughs) i'm usually quite overwhelmed when when we're together i'm usually sweating um all right well uh, great wait hold on what happened to your wrist i feel like we got interrupted on that you said it's december 30th december 30th you can't see this but you're sitting in front of uh, us and you have a clearly a broken arm of some sort or wrist yeah it's called a foosh break. It's pretty standard. A, f- a, bouge, a bougie break? Foosh. Oh. F-O-O-S-H. It's something like falling with your ha- hand outstretched. Uh. It's falling back when you hit your back edge snowboarding and being dumb and putting your hand out by accident so you don't hit your head as hard, yeah. even though you're wearing a helmet. I know and what you mean. So I uh, had my bones reset twice. Did it, did, when that it broke, <clears throat> did it look like, ooh, that's broken as fuck? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like my hand was twisted a completely different way. Those are my favorite. um, Did you you do that thing where you like you grab your arm, you know, like just below the elbow, so it's like almost on your forearm, but like kind of just between your forearm and you and you just hold your arm up and like (laughs) dangles, and you know, like your wrist might dangle, but like also also part of your your forearm. (laughs) Where were you you snowboarding? Uh, Martok. So you uh, literally broke your, break it. broke your arm, break arm snowboarding down a small hill. <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of embarrassing. And in the second day after having seasons pass. Yeah. Oh. Deep, 
Do you follow uh, Hall of Meat on Instagram? No, but you it should. sounds like I should. At Hall yeah. of Meat. It's a uh, skateboarding uh, wipeout. Yeah, if you want to watch uh, people page. just snapping their arms left, right, and center, it is a hoot. Yeah. And also will make your butthole pucker up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it, but there's different, like, there's different types of wipeouts. Like, you really yeah. like it, but you don't like some of them. I don't like the, man, I don't like the bone breaking. I always, I always watch the bone-breaking ones, and I really like them. And then I like the nut hits. I like when guys are, are yeah. doing a rail, and then they fall, and they do the splits on the, on the rail, themselves. and the, it, they just boom right up yeah. the balls. And I'll, I'll make it I'll, – I'll tell Jay, like, oh, dude, you got to watch this one. He'll go, is it a bone-breaking one? I'm like, no, 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 not at all. And then it is. <laughs> it yeah, totally yeah. is where somebody gets up, and their, you know, their shin is at, like, 90 <laughs> degrees to the rest of their leg. Oh, and then, it's life. just so gnarly. Well, you know what else is probably pretty gnarly, I think, is what we're going to get into into today because your your application I I chose to try I tried not to read as much as I could because I don't think I've ever heard of what you oh. you have or what you're what you've gone through um, you listed a bunch of other stuff. You're like PTSD, ADD, ADHD. <laughs> was it like OCD? We- <laughs> but but the the first one you wrote yeah. was something to do with your bladder, and as soon as I started reading it. I had that almost that same feeling that I get when I see someone on Hall of Meat snap their shit, <laughs> where my my butthole went like, and like even my bl- I could feel like my bladder hurt. So what what is it that you have or had or what was the thing that you put on your application? Yeah, so it's called bladder extrophy, and to bladder be honest, extrophy. I have been to the hospital numerous times, and doctors often don't really know what it is because it's very rare. Uh, basically, it means I was born with my bladder outside of my body and mm. inside out. Is what extrophy? Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm a unicorn. And it's more common in men than women. So I think it's like a one to 50,000. Uh, and I'm from Newfoundland, so that's a small population in itself. Where are Newfoundland from? I'm originally from Gander. Okay, I was born yeah. in St. John's. Right on. Yeah, Excellent. But I lived here since I was like three, so I don't really yeah, that's feel okay. like a noof. But okay, so say it one more time because I want to put it into Google here. And I'm a, I'm a little bit afraid to Google it, to be yeah, honest. You I should literally, be. I literally pictures just are missed. gnarly. I literally Bladder. just missed everything because Brian handed me a Hall of Meat video <laughs> yeah. that didn't. <coughs> well, here, let me, let, let, me, just, let, me miss it. let me just lay it out for you, Tay. It was bladder, what? E-X. E-X. S-T-R-O. S-T-R-O. So here, here's how we're going to get Taylor up to date. I'm just going to show you a photo. <coughs> E-X. I heard okay. bladder out of body. Um, that's holy it? That's, that's a good summation. moly. This isn't even a human photo. This is one of those like WebMD photos, and yeah. I'm already, my, my fucking dick hurts. <laughs> Dude, wow. look at this little thing. Oh, no. Is my dick going to hurt? Oh, no. The bladder's just on the outside. It's right on the belly. It looks like a second. Well, that one looks, it looks like, like a second vagina on that. Yeah. How, does your, so how does your body mess oh, that up? You know, like yeah. just put everything inside. What happened there? Yeah, wow, that's, that's a good question. Crazy. They don't really know uh, the cause, whether it's genetic or anything like that. But I did read something that it's just about, uh, I think, it, like the fifth trimet- or the fifth week of pregnancy that the abdominal doesn't close or things just don't develop properly. So you just didn't seal, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so oh, oh man, I'm get, oof, I almost got to, uh, I'm, I'm getting into like the real <laughs> human stuff now and I'm a little scared. Um, it, 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 it's not like a case of like prolapse. Like it's not coming out of your urethra. It literally was just like. On the, yeah, I was on literally born like, hey, this is what's up with my body. I actually Holy have never seen a photo is. of that until I was 
Oh Probably nineteen. That's wow. really. I just saw a real one. And it's pretty. Can you show me? Show me. Yeah. Uh, so so what the so okay you come out of your mom mm-hmm. and the doctor pulls you out and goes oh wasn't your dad <laughs> yeah you come out of your dad yeah they do it differently in Newfoundland <laughs> time change by half hour babies coming out of dads it's, it's all fucked over it's there. bizarro world yeah. <laughs> so you came out of your mom and the doctor like I mean obviously you weren't there but do you were you told like was the doctor's like. Did the doctor know what the fuck was going on then? Or were they like, whoa, man, I don't know. I think yeah. it's her bladder and it should be in there, but it ain't. I'm 34, so this was the 80s. And so I nowadays no they do ultrasounds and they'll see this stuff beforehand. Uh, but when I was born, my mom, you know, I came out and the doctors are like, holy fuck. Like, She's an alien. Something's going on here. They didn't know if I was male or female at first. My mom loves to tell that story, like, it's my baby girl, I can tell. You know, like, she just knew. Her maternal yeah. instinct. Yeah, her maternal instinct just knew. So they, they didn't catch that shit on, like, uh, on, on what are they called? What's well, the ultrasound. Ultrasound. ultrasound? They, they, you would think so, right? But I. Because, like, did, did your mom look for the PP? Like, did they try to find out your sex? I have no idea. You don't know, okay. No, I don't really know for fact, but what I do know is that they had no idea that it was a, a shock, which oh. is kind of amazing, it is. really, for 1984 even. Yeah. Did they do the ultrasound, they'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, it's a boy, but with, like, huge <laughs> nuts. When, can yeah, you, like, look at those nuts, and I they're right up on his belly button. Maybe, like, it's, a, a, maybe it's just, like, a break in the in the link of technology. Like, they had the technology to see it, but yeah. the screens were at, like, 100 yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I was wondering, like, what what were they doing for, like, you know, ultrasound? Before, like, were they doing the like, regular? Oh, it's so great that we can look inside, but our screens are. We only have five pixels on the screen, <laughs> yeah. so this baby's broken up into five different oh, blocks. Man. Can't so that, see anything. Okay, that's crazy. So you come out and they 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 don't know what's going on. Do you know how they how they do figure out what the fuck's up? So, no. Uh, like, just off the bat, like, nowadays, I know what they do now, which they... What do basic, they do now? They know in the first trimester, first of all. <laughs> right. um, and they can do um, in utero surgery. Whoa. Fuck, that's crazy. So, so here's, here's the fucking crazy part. Depending here, on the severity. There's he, different degrees. But, but even, right. even though, even depending, you're 30 what? Four. 34. All right? You're 34 years old. In, within 34 years... Which is not a fucking long time. We can now. First, we didn't even know. We didn't even know if you were a boy or a girl or just a baby with huge nuts. <laughs> and now we can literally go, oh, that's a bladder on the outside of the baby. Don't worry about it, mom. We're gonna, we got it. We're going to go in. in with robots and put that fucking shit where it belongs. And then sew you back up. Sew the baby back up inside you. Sewing up a baby inside you. Yeah, it's amazing. They're that's almost like crazy. born. Like you're seeing a, a, a baby before it's actually born. But I, I think there's maybe a little bit more to it than that also because Probably. there's also <laughs> pelvic. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's simple. It's simple. That, that's it. They do have a plan. I know it's now like maybe two surgeries and there's like varying degrees of extrophy. There's like colloquial extrophy, which I think is a bit worse. Which colloquial I'm, extrophy I'm is just bad I'm definitely words. pronouncing just that terribly wrong. Your body. But it has to do with your colon. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh, and then there's ooh. classic extrophy, which is like I have... Like classic. Yeah. yeah, MOG, bladder extrophy. Okay. Um, so you're, cla- you're classic? So I'm classic. So there's markers with like uh, widened pelvis, anterior, some uh, deformity with obviously genitals and bladder because it's all just- It's all in that area. All in that area. Right. And so they now do two surgeries to the belly button. <laughs> 
and no scarring, yeah. and it's generally pretty good. Where I had probably over five surgeries for sure. Okay, and, so and, yeah, in what span of time? Like, was it like five infant surgeries or five surgeries over? Yeah, it's over. Uh, I mean, because this was my birth, I, I don't really know. They the first surgery I had was pelvic reconstruction, so mm. they broke my pelvis Whoa. and then put it back into place. So I had a, a cast and a bar between my legs until I was almost two. Whoa! Is, I wonder that, how they break your pelvis, dude. So isn't so my sister? My sister broke her. Actually, she did what you did. Basically, she broke her her radius or her ulna. When she was um, when she was like a, a a younger girl, she was probably like eight, nine, ten, and she they set it, they put it in a cast, and it healed fucked up. It healed wrong. Wow! And then she went in. They took they didn't know it. They took the cast off and they went, oh, yeah, didn't made heal a right. So we got to rebreak that motherfucker. And they put it. I guess they just put it in a vice and like haul on it. Now, what? now that's that's a that's like a a kid that's like a grown kid's arm. Someone's got to break a baby's pelvis. To Dude, be- there's probably somebody who's like really into it that they hire, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> like an executioner, like yeah, like back in the back, yeah, they're way just like, back in the day, the medieval days. They're just like, there's somebody out there that's gonna be that like that's like, oh yeah, this is, I'll yeah, I'm in. Oh, you that's need a, you cool need a baby that. pelvis breaker? That's, yeah. <laughs> I've been saying out resumes for weeks. yeah, I know. guys, and they're like, I can get paid for it, guys. That's I, crazy. I, I I highly doubt that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? Oh. Well, I mean, we could go real dark, but it's definitely a thing. But that's not this scenario is definitely not a thing. Wait, so but you said that you said that um, you've had like a number of of <laughs> surgeries, and like, or I guess I guess you alluded to it earlier on that um, you go into the hospital and doctors tend not to know what um, bladder extrophy is. Yeah. So like, w- why have you had to go through so many procedures? Or like, what what did it take to like kind of yeah. fix that? Well, so the first yeah. one was breaking yeah. the pelvis. So yeah. they break the pelvis, then that heals to whatever degree, and then they put your bladder back together out of different organs. So I'm basically like Whoa. recycled parts. So my bladder oh, is made out of part of my intestine, and so I have like that's a large cool. badass bladder now that's made out of other organ systems, which is kind of amazing that they can do that. Yeah. But uh, I had complications, which had happened later on down the road. And so that was that was the right. reason for the multiple surgeries, right? Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. That, gotcha. yeah. And okay. I, I basically being cut open in the same spot, whether it was bowel obstruction, was something I had a lot of issues with because again, yeah. which is horrific pain, as you know. It's the worst, yeah. It really, really is hard. Yeah, it's terrifying, really. Mm-hmm. Like any sort of uh, pain that I would even get now, it definitely triggers that sort of anxious response, mm-hmm. you know, to what happened back then. And then around puberty, they do other different things with sort of like widening, um, like, like uh, women's things, basically. No shit. So, so you, so you were having w- women's things, as in like your your vagina, like yeah, yeah. So they, like they make sure that things are like dilators and things like that to make sure it's all like good to go. If I ever wanted to have kids, but that's wow. So like the cervix. They're, they're trying to like they're trying to widen the cervix, or is it like the vaginal yeah, like opening? the vaginal opening? Whoa. Yeah, to Whoa. make sure that that's all good to so, go. Wow. I suppose I, you know, it's a did lot they, of things I didn't think too much about at the that, time, right? But did they talk to you about that stuff at that time? Because yeah. like, 
<laughs> That's kind of a like. It was awkward. I remember to... them asking me, "Do you know what sex is?" When I was in grade seven, and knowing what it was, and being like, "No, nah, yeah, man, no, I have no <laughs> idea." Please tell me. Oh. Yeah, and like giving me dilators to use at home, and I'm like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> like, now, I, that's too uncomfortable, you know. The, and this is so. I've uh, <clears throat> we've I think we've spoken on this podcast and also on my other podcast that I host with my wife, but we've talked about vaginismus a number of times. And I know in vaginismus, which is like the the muscular tightening of the vagina and the and the the internal vaginal wall, it would would this be considered a type of vaginismus or was this like completely separate and related to? I would say it's completely separate and just part of making sure everything is as normal as possible right. because they literally redid everything. everything. Yeah, total yeah. remodel. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. What yeah, was the totally last though. the last surgery you had? So the last. Or how old were you? Okay, the last like major surgery, uh, however old you are in grade seven, like that one. Okay, mm-hmm. um, But 13, then yeah. four years ago, I f- had bladder stones. I was getting sick for four years and getting ultrasounds that nobody saw. They were saying uh, it looks like an evolving bowel obstruction, which don't really know what that's evolving. It. Yeah, I don't think that's an actual diagnosis, but th- people didn't know what was going on or maybe what they were looking at. Bladder stones like um like like a kidney th- stone like but you in your bladder. And they were 3 3 centimeters. Like how do you not do see you, that? But Do you pee those do, out? Yeah. No. So, um with my bladder, I do catheterization. Like full-time. Yeah. Full-time. Let, let's drop that That's in there. Always, always yeah. like that? Yeah, from day. day one. Day one, well, every time crazy. I go to the bathroom, I Have pee through a tube. Have you ever peed not? Never. Whoa. Whoa. No, That's unless it's crazy. like, you know, by accident. Okay, wait. So you... Well, when did the, like, how does that accident happen? I want to know how an accident Yeah, I drink too much and then I'll crap. You know, my bladder isn't... It was efficient as your bladder, right. but I... It comes out of your ears. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. So as long as you can remember... You've yeah, I don't know any other way. Whoa, that's so wild. Oh, wow. So what does that lo- what does that yeah. look like then? Are you are you catheterizing your 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 urethra, urethra or your belt? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full on, just like you know, peeing Brian's like anyone mom, else except through a tube. Brian's no. mom pees out of her belly button. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually listened to that podcast yesterday. Yeah, because it's been <laughs> something that you've done since forever. <clears throat> do you feel is there some, kind of like a oh you guys fucking pee out of your out of, your, yeah. out of your pleasure station? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> plebs. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, right. you, you, ever, you ever hear Neil deGrasse Tyson be like, you know, he, he's talking about, you know, how, how great humans are. And he's like, well, we're not really. Like, we, oh, we, he talks about the butt we, being right next like, to the... Our fucking, we, we get, we, our playground is right next to the sewage system. Ooh, like, what the ooh. fuck is that? That's a terrible design. Yeah, right. So do you ever, do you ever feel like that? Like, that's weird and... and Playing in the strange. sewers is kind of fun sometimes, though. I, I have to say, like, have you ever like uh, gone exploring the sewers? Like, yeah, have you ever turtles? seen a dead body? Whoa, God, what is, dude, you're getting dark. You're getting dark on this episode. Holy fuck. Um, okay, so I'm not really sure where to go. I'm not really sure where to go with that it's, one. It's not your job to go. Oh, yeah, so, hey, get uh, in there. Um, I, I want to know. So, like, you you've catheterized your forever. Yeah. But for people who might not realize what that what that consists of, like what does that mean? I, I understand mm-hmm. that a catheter is I've had a catheter after I came out of surgery. Right. But like, you know, <laughs> like when that guy when the when the nurse pulled that catheter out of me, I remember thinking to myself, how the fuck did they get that in me? Like that tube was so far up my dick hole. Yeah. And the whole idea is like 
I guess, so that I can um, empty, I can relieve myself like during that entire process. So how does it go all the way? I know, I know efficient, you, you, you efficient. don't have a penis, but like, how does it get it? How do you get it in there? How does that work? I mean, you know, I just take my fingers and stick the tube in my urethra. Like, I, like it's, no it's, to me, it's so or... strange because it's so such a part of my life mm-hmm. right. that I know there's this like big taboo or weird sort of stigma around catheter. I don't even like the word catheterization, to be honest. Do you use um, another word? Um, that would be awesome. No, I think I just use tube. Mm. I pee through a tube, do I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, right. You know, um, it's definitely, I think, for people who catheterize, it's probably a bit of shame or embarrassment or mm. a weird thing to talk about. I know that I definitely hit it. I know that people listening to this podcast that know me are probably going to be surprised. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, th- no, there's nothing other than the tube itself. And for me, it's that's just how I use the bathroom. So it's associated with relief so how, okay, so then, wait, rather so than how, pain. How much tube then? What are we talking about? Because like, so, I, I, yeah. Yeah. it's not that it's, it's not that it's it's taboo for us, mm-hmm. but it's, it's I just don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I just We've talked about it several times. I know. I don't get it. I don't get the mechanics of it. Like my, my mom's got a box of catheters. They're like uh, they're like fourteen or fifteen inches long. But I get yeah. the belly Whoa. button. Yeah, fourteen inch French or twelve inch French. Now French? I'm. That's French? just the name of the tube. Style. Yeah, it's yeah. like a style. Do you have to pay for them? Um, unfortunately, yeah, yeah you do. Right? Like, he- I mean, insurance will cover that, but you pay for it and then get it back. It's my like 150 is, bucks. Mine doesn't box. have coverage oh, on it too. A so. box? How much, what did yeah, a box last year? Uh, Two weeks? That's a good question. Uh, probably longer than that, honestly. Yeah, probably longer. I think there's about 100 in a box. Isn't so it's crazy? Like, you got to pay to pee. Isn't that ridiculous? Are you literally like, pay yeah. To, yeah, to use the bathroom? Yeah. I wonder if anybody who who you know isn't in the situation where they have it where they have it covered. I wonder if they just fucking walk around chronically dehydrated because they just want to avoid fucking using catheters. One hundred percent. That's yeah. cr- that's a crazy thought to have mm-hmm. when you think about spending money on something that that allows you to do a vital process that happens multiple times daily and going. Fuck! I'd love to be hydrated, but I'm just not go- going Dude, to. There, there must be people who need them and can't afford them. There oh. must be people. Then they probably that? have Dude, permanent ones. Think of mm-hmm. anyone at, like outside of the a first world country mm-hmm. who needs to use catheters, mm-hmm. right? But then what? Well, so what happens? Like what? What would happen if you, if for whatever reason you were like, I, I have no catheters and I can't get any, but I got to piss. Does the pee come out? Yeah. It, yeah, it would it be leaks. probably a little. Yeah, it would be leaks. It would. Yeah, definitely. Full you on. just can't push it out. It just comes out. Uh, you overflow hmm. by yeah. like a drip. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so a good example is like you're having a couple of beer, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm having a couple of beer. Oh, I got to use the bathroom. I can kind of push that out, but I'm not going to push all of it out. Mm. There's not the same strength as what I'm told. Right. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, a question that doctors used to ask me that drove me crazy when I was younger was, "How do you know when you have to pee?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you know when you have to yeah. pee? I, I don't really know any of. I just have to pee. I feel I it. I just have to pee. I feel it. Um, they tell me that perhaps the neurological signal may not be there for me, but I, I I don't know that. Like I know that I feel full. I can tell you right now, if I go to the bathroom, I will pee something out. Do mm. I need to go right now? No, not really. But you know, if I could. I'm kind of like that too right now. (laughs) This is a crazy question, and I know it's going to come off as like like silly and insensitive, but I I, I honestly, honestly am asking this for real. Okay. Every time I go to poop, Mm -hmm. I 
in- inevitably pee. Oftentimes, yeah. the pee comes hey. before the poop. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Do you? Yes, 100%. Depending okay. on how full my bladder is. Right. And how much I have to poop, I guess. You yeah, know? right. Like, whatever the pressure is. But like, what comes... Okay, what about, what about the pressure of the pee? Like, does it come out, like... It's definitely not as strong as somebody that has maybe stronger muscles. <clears throat> right. Okay. Right? I, I think that's the best thing. And it, is it, it's more of a mild incontinence at this is point. Is it a lack me. of strength? Uh, because yeah, it's yeah. like, well, that's not your fucking bladder. That's your intestine that's trying to pretend to be your bladder, and it just doesn't do the job. It's a, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I've called th- in a substitute teacher that really just can't hack it. Yeah, and I think some degree of maybe like Kegels and stuff. Like I've learned to, I, I think I'm just adjusted myself to how my body works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting question. I used to ask my friends that. It's like, how do you know the difference between when you have to pee or poop? I know. Like yeah. I can tell the difference. Yeah. yeah. But like, what, what is that? It's Why like, is that even a question? Well, it's the same like way. trying to describe like, what is the color red? Like I'm looking at red, but. Tell me your red. That's yeah, not red. You can't. I know that. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is. The, the interesting oh, thing is, is you know, our bodies have an incredible way to to adapt to things. You think about the brain, like everything that you see and touch and feel and stuff. It's you're not you're only experiencing those things in your brain. Okay, so when you when you look at something like uh, a blind person learning to read braille, when they're learning that touch those signals can actually show up in their brain in the same way that your eyes can read um, words on a page. Okay? So you can eventually, blind people can train themselves to read at the same rate as anybody reading with their eyes. Right? Um, it just remaps. Your brain is, has an ability to remap the neural pathways and send these different signals. So if you've, I imagine if you've grown up without a, a bladder, yeah. or the, or the, the use of the muscles in your bladder then your brain probably adapts in a certain way and uses 100%. what's around there. To That's help. all you know. Yeah, yeah of course. That's right? what exactly. I tell people. It's like I'm not trying to compare myself to maybe, you know, like a deaf person or a blind person, but I definitely have a heightened awareness, like a somatic sensation For sure, yeah. in my yeah, body. Yeah. And I think that goes and translates to other things, like my profession, for example. I have a definitely a different understanding of touch and feeling of that. Because you yeah. are a, you're an actor. Acupuncturist? Yeah, I'm an acupuncturist, physician of Chinese medicine, <clears throat> and I did uh, Ayurveda. So I did Ayurvedic practitioner in India okay. also. Oh, sweet. So all in the realm of integrative <clears throat> medicine is what I would call it, because mm-hmm. I'm obviously using my experience. Um, I wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for Western medicine, but totally. how I continue with my life mm-hmm. is not necessarily Western medicine. So this is kind of how I f- definitely fell into uh, acupuncture. Yeah. How yeah. has that, like, how has that... What what aspects? Uh, um, obviously, there's like a, there's a mixture of of methods that you that you use. What aspects from um, everything that you practice do you mix into to help you with 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 your bladder? My yeah. own self? Yeah, with your own Yeah, self. okay. I self-treat every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is medications uh, that people take for bladder incontinence, regardless of what your issues are. Say it's called Ditropan. I stopped taking that the day I started acupuncture school um, because acupuncture is a neurological effect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can treat myself for those things. 
uh, for bladder control, essentially, mm-hmm. from a neurological component. Where do you uh, where do you put the needles so for that? So that would be different for every person, but okay. when I'm treating myself, of course, I'm not treating my lower back, but a lot of it has to do with the kidney and bladder channels, spleen channels, so like legs, legs and belly. Right. Okay. For people yeah. who don't know anything about like acupuncture or like meridian channels and stuff like that, you want to give like a want to give Ooh. like a Coles notes sort of like rundown on on what that is. I don't know what meridian channels are either. So. Oh, you don't? No. Well, then there you go. Let's uh, let's yeah. let's give Bry some drop. Okay, some so what is acupuncture basically? <laughs> yeah, basically, Acu- like yeah, yeah. You know, how does it work? Because I feel like everybody everybody has a, has a, their idea of what acupuncture is. Yeah, but a lot of people have haven't done it. I used to do acupuncture a lot when I, for sports injuries and stuff when I was mm-hmm. like when I was in in high school. So I've actually gotten it extensively. But um, I feel like everybody has an idea of what it is. But if you haven't done it, you are probably pretty off the mark. Yeah, so I guess in ancient Chinese medical terms and how they explain that is any pathway in the body, any blockage in the body creates pain. And we're sticking needles into very specific points to open up that flow of what's called qi, but that can also be looked at as electromagnetic energy, mm-hmm. what makes your heart beat, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What I usually explain to my patients, because I do a lot with integrative medicine, so treating Western with Eastern medicine combined, is that you're really stimulating the nervous system. You're mm-hmm. really needling mm-hmm. into specific points to oh, to stimulate that energy. Um yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, I guess, many different ways that I could explain that. But I, used to, I used to have this I think issue. you did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty succinct. Yeah, I, yeah I it, to, it's a really basic way of explaining it, mm. but, you know, I could talk for hours and hours yeah. about it. In a way that know. Jeremy understands. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy yeah. I got that. Yeah, I think but, I got uh, what, so what are meridian channels? It's like a, basically a highway in your body of of like a, an energy highway. Yeah, it's like rivers, body. like rivers flowing through your body and they can be blocked like dams in certain areas and you're opening up that flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, a, it's a big nice. part of yin yoga as well. Like the nice. practice of yin focuses on the meridian lines. And If you studied nadis at all in when, you did, your, when you did your yoga yeah. teacher training, it's like parallel sort of concepts. Speaking of Ayurveda, I actually want to talk about how I love the, like the, the dosha oh. yeah. system. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like, it, I remember when someone, um, oh fuck, Matthew, um, the dosha system for anybody who, ha- who has no idea what we're talking about are basically these like three qualities and you have dominance generally of people one or two, two or like, you could have vata, like a mixture of pitta, three. Kapha. Yeah. Kapha. And they're sort of like, you know, you tend to be that if you do these things and you tend to be this dosha or a mix yeah. of these certain doshas and, you know, fiery, watery, yeah. earthy. Sort of and uh, yeah. And I remember having like a, a sit down sort of, um, uh, an appointment with uh, with this gentleman who who worked with the Moksha teacher training a while back, or Moto teacher training now, and uh, he was an Ayurvedic doctor, and we talked about my doshas and things I should stay away from, things I should stick to, things I should add to my life. You're a pitta. And, uh, I'm I'm Vata. yeah I'm like I'm I'm pitta pitta. pitta. Kapha, actually. Oh, really? Vata in balance, I would imagine. Probably, yeah. I'm not, I don't have a lot of Vata in me, I don't think. Whereas, like, Bridie would be, so, so basically, Pitta is like fire, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hot and, and, like, quick and sort of, I'm always fucking moving and, like, you know, I've got acne and I'm, like, that's Vata. <laughs> uh, and then Kapha is, like, lazy, earthy, slow. Imbalance, it would be like Buddha. Mm-hmm. In balance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in, in Chinese medicine, we have the same as five elements. So, they're using the five elements in Ayurveda, they're putting it into three mm-hmm. Vata, Pitta, Kapha, or mm-hmm. in Chinese medicine, fire, earth, metal, water, wood. 
and that corresponds cool. to five organ systems. So that's something I'm passionate in because when I was in school and we're learning about the urinary bladder water element, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> this relates. I just, un- I just understood it immediately from day mm-hmm. one. It was like, wow, I was actually born to do this. Mm-hmm. Like every, all of my experiences came up to this particular moment. Mm-hmm. I remember this one time that, that when I was getting, when I was getting acupuncture as a, I was, fuck, I was, I had <coughs> shoulder issues. I had, a, I had like super nagging shoulder issues and I was going to, I was going to the acupuncture. There's, I don't know if it's still there. I was on Quimpool. Um, and I was going regularly and I also suffered, suffered, maybe suffered is a strong word, but I had like chronic like headaches when I was a kid. And, uh, when I was in like late elementary school, I would go home quite often because I would just have headaches that just nag me. And, uh, and I remember going to the acupuncturist and I told him that, and he, he, he was like, he, he gave me this technique of, of squeezing here for pain. Yeah. Right. Um, Uh, You can't see this, but Taylor's just squeezing his balls. Yeah. (laughs) You take your balls and then you take the tip of your dick and you squeeze (laughs) it. That's the Chota point. You squeeze them together. Yeah. As hard (laughs) as you possibly can. The The peritoneum, also known as D1 for all the acupuncture. And it's really like, you know, he he made it. Did you say D1? Is that the the, D1? Yeah. We called it Chota point in school. Um, (laughs) What's funny is one. Get so some puncture in their chode. Um, for depending on you know, it can be used for sexual abuse and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things in school we had learned it is resuscitation after drowning. I don't know if you're going to pull what? somebody out of the water, pull their pants off, and be like, "All right, them like, poke like, them in the show me your <laughs> I need to put a needle Whoa. in there. Wow. Yeah, uh, it's also a tantric sex point. There's there's many totally. different like energy flow mm. reasons for it. But mm. in I specialize in women's health and reproduction, mm. so it, it is used a lot. for or yeah. uh, repression of sexual So yeah, I mean, you things. take the balls and you take the tip of your dick and you squeeze as hard as you can and, and <laughs> it's so here. painful that it takes the pain away from your head. Yeah, you're just dissociating. And that's basically... Yeah. Super yeah. legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. super legit. Yeah. No, it was, a, it was a point between my... Be, like the space between your thumb and your index finger. Your that, snuff like, box. Yeah, your it's, snuff box. If that's you're actually what that's called. And, uh, and you <laughs> squeeze that and it was like... it's Whatever he said, is a certain amount of time. It was like... It stuck with me so intensely because I, I, I still... Like I still get headaches fairly regularly, and I'm, I don't really know why. And I do that every time, and it always seems to help. And I don't know whether, and you know, it's one of those things that I find with, with uh, like Eastern medicine techniques, where I'm always sort of going like, does it work, or is it in my is it in my mind? Right. Like, like what what how how much of it is that it is that it is very concrete, and how much of it is like a placebo? Because I want it to I want it to work, and like. How, what that? What is that mixture of things? But he said that to me when I was like fifteen years fifteen years old. And the point is actually located in a little bit different in a divot of a bone. It's called Hagu Li four, which is used for headache. You can go through here, uh, but if you just go a little bit adjacent to the bone and push in there really hard, it's a nerve center, and yeah. that's why if you stuck a needle in there, it's correlating to that nerve. So just Whoa. like lightning is a conductor. Right or metal and lightning together, um, your body is also full of all this electricity. So you're sticking mm-hmm. needles into specific points to, I guess, redirect that flow or stimulate what that is. Mm-hmm. So it's the same reason that points in your leg are really good for your back. Or every, you can treat the entire body from your spine, Ooh, which yeah. that kind of makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well let, let's let's bring it back to yeah. the the the. Uh, extra fee, extra fee, extra extra fee, extra fee, bladder, extra fee, bladder, extra fee. Um, you go through those those numbers of surgeries, 
And I know that in your in your application, the, a big part of it that you you had written down was that. Um, and please correct me if I'm, I'm wrong here, but I think what you were saying was that you suffered from PTSD due to the the treatment or the surgeries that yeah. that that came along with with trying to to you know restructure your your internal organs. Um, what was was there one particular thing, or was it just the entire experience of all of that, that, that culminated into, I would say it's all of it. I think even at any age, but as a child growing up being in stirrups and having multiple grown men and all these students looking up your (laughs) hoo-ha and all that stuff is a bit much. Um, yeah, you know, super technical (laughs) term for medical professional, but, um, you know, I think in the eighties, and I say in the 80s and early 90s because I know that they don't do this now, mm-hmm. but for people like myself who would cry during exams or kind of lose my mind, they would threaten you. They would kind of give you fear. You know, like if you don't stop crying, we're going to make you drink this baby bottle of medicine that I hated. And so that was Whoa. sort of a memory that the came. T- yeah, that's a memory that came to me when I was doing Sounds acupuncture like school. Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the point where I kind of said it nonchalantly to a teacher of mine after an acupuncture treatment, and the look on her face was so horrific that I was like, oh, right, that's kind of messed up, isn't it? And called my mom and was like, did this actually happen? Like, Because, of yeah. course, as a child, when you experience a lot of trauma, I don't really remember a lot or you're not sure what's what or what is real. Mm. Isn't it crazy how and, that is seems so inherently obvious to you just yeah. as like on a human level that you wouldn't, that that wouldn't be the tact. Well, to well take. Also, also, what's really interesting to think about is like so. You know, even further back, I, I remember I took um, I took Advanced English Eleven, and my teacher, Mister Strugnell, uh, rest in peace. He passed away not too long ago. He was an amazing guy. He came in, and he brought a strap with him, and a strap. The strap was like this. It, it looked like fiberglass, but it was it was floppy, like heavy leather. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what it was made of, but it, but anyway, it was it was it was hard. It was it was a thick strap, and it was one of the straps that they used to use to to punish students. So like if you were a student acting up, they'd go, "All right, Brian, come up to the front of, front of class," and you hold your hands out, and the teacher would. Sh- Dude, come, yeah, like, come down and go. My like, mom used to tell me stories about how they did they, they did that to her dude, and pr- people. Yes, proper thing, yeah, yeah. proper thing, especially, proper thing, especially in Newfoundland. It's a shame. Your, yeah. your mother was getting in Newfoundland for sure. Yeah. At Definitely. Her age. And so, so he brought this class, and, and I remember he was like, he was telling us about it, and I said, uh, "Mr. Struggle, will you will you sh- will you strap me? Like, can you can you show us what it's like?" And he was like, uh, "I think I, like he literally was like." Can you imagine uh, asking a teacher that now? I know, I know. But he, he was such a fucking cool guy. He's like, come up, I'll, I'll give you a little, like, a little bit. I'm not going to hit you as hard as we would get hit, but I, I will hit you. And I was like, okay. I thought he was literally just going to, like, do, like, a, a, like a, just a little tap. I would have written up a little contract if I were him before I did that. <laughs> yeah, right. Nowadays. Hand out, held my palm out, and he goes, literally, like, I mean, you can't see this if you're listening, but it was just, like, a little, just a little soft clap. And you have that, and you've had that scar like since then. <laughs> I haven't been able to use this hand since grade eleven. No, but it fucking hurt. And so we think about that now, and we go, "That is bananas." Common that is practice. Bananas then. That that was a, a common practice. But twenty years from now, people are going to look back at us right now, like where we live today, and the things that 
And I don't know what that thing is. I don't think I could like put my finger on it, but something. And we're gonna go. It's so. Will bonkers. it be? Will it be? I mean, I, I'm I sorry, so. sorry. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're, so. you're right in some in in some regard. Like there will be practices <clears throat> that we do that we'll look back and go, "That was crazy." That was absolutely crazy. But yeah. not like, you know, it's not. Well, we're not beating our kids in like, school. Yeah, anymore, I know. But like, like because obviously there was people that <laughs> there was people back then that would be like. Where are you taking this? This is going to be real dark yeah. again. It wasn't. It wasn't going to get dark. But there were people that thought that that was the way to do that. That was like that was. A, well, that yeah, was to them the they were like, "This it. is the way. This is the way it is." Because it happened to my parents and my parents before them. Yeah. But but it, it, you say this right here about like oh like if you don't stop crying, we're going to force feed you this baby bottle of of like trigger of, of medicine of that I hate. Medicine. Taste. I'm like six. That is fucking. Crazy! Like, if someone or, did that at the IWK today, mm-hmm. oh my god, good luck Lawsuits. getting another job. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's fucking. Bananas. A big thing is like, stop crying. This doesn't hurt. And so that was just like really <laughs> mind effed yeah. me. You know, it's yeah, like crazy. okay, so physically maybe not. Like, I don't know. Like, that's crazy. How? They were like they were they had like students and stuff. Oh man, that was a sign experiment, right? Like, right. Yeah, like and yeah, I understand I that it. now that I'm older because I'm super interested in surgeries. I've seen autopsies, all that kind of stuff. But I remember, you know, lying down in an OR table and seeing like a room full of people up above me and then people around me. Is that and my legs wide open, you know, like that affected the way that like you view yourself um, physically or like the way that like you interact with other people um, in relationships and or even romantically? Could you say the beginning of that again? Sorry. Did, like, does that affect how? Did that experience yeah, affect how you definitely. look at yourself, like your body and? Definitely growing up. Definitely like high school, like junior high, when you're starting to think about those things. Uh, when I was in the hospital, I remember kind of positive stuff. I used to call my ileostomy bag, which is like a pee bag, basically mm-hmm. my purse. Yeah. I got to bring my purse here and my <laughs> IV stick. You know, like my walking pole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why did you get rid of the um, ile- ileostomy? But, um, that's something that they have to do while they're fixing your stuff while oh, you're in okay. the hospital, right? right. And then like they put temporary. everything back together temporary. Yeah. So yeah, mm. uh, same yeah. And so Did you say pee bag? Though? I thought ileostomy uh, was for is your. It, uh, I maybe I said that wrong. No, uh, colostomy, no, colostomy is, for, is poop. Yeah, I think. And yeah. ileostomy is, pee. is is pee. It's oh, pee. Yeah. oh, I didn't actually know that. Oh, okay, I thought mm. I thought colostomy was a bag that attaches to your colon, and I thought an ileostomy, sorry, your lard your. Large intestine, and I thought an ileostomy was for the small intestine. But now, <clears throat> but I just learned something, so thank you. I don't yeah, know. I hope I, that's accurate. Yeah, I don't know. If I, I, I can't confidently <laughs> say like, that that's right either. But we're all, we're all sitting we're on, like, a, yeah. on a device. Um, that can but literally but, tell uh, us. but yeah, it was mostly body image, just like yeah. any other woman. But I have a lot of gnarly scars that now I say, yeah, badass scars. But it's a long time before I felt really comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because I think I have similar problems as a lot of women do. But <laughs> for me, I was like, I have a reason for this. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. like you're beautiful and you're, you know, complaining about your body. And I would be angry at that because, like, I feel like I have, like, a reason to be Do you have, do you have like, specific that. triggers today? Like that, 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 tr- I, I, I mean, I, you know, before I ask that, like, what, yeah. where are you at in terms of your, of dealing with your PTSD from this entire experience? 
Yeah, well, hmm. well, before I came here, I actually uh, emailed a girl that I work with who's a social worker at our clinic and said, hey, I'm going to be talking about bladder extrophy, PTSD and all that stuff. Uh, can I see you sometime <laughs> this week? Because I'm probably going to some things are probably going to come up. Mm. So even last night and, you know, this morning, I had a lot of emotions, remembering a lot of things mm. about, you know, not wanting to be treated differently when I was in school because I was to some degree, you know, like Chris has to go to the bathroom for a long time. Mm. Um, just little things like that. But, you know, with dealing with it, uh, I'm, it's hard to say, you know, acupuncture, meditation, yeah. yoga, diet, or just like sitting there and crying and being a crazy person. Yeah, absolutely. To be really blunt, like today, that's basically what I did. Just randomly crying, but mostly when people are saying nice things to me. That's kind of what like triggers like, oh, Angel, you've been through so much stuff. Like, you're going to kill this. This is what you do for a living. Mm. Like, I can't wait to hear this podcast. And I'm like, oh, you're my like, God. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, and this, a, a lot of guilt may be associated with you know um i'm not you know i don't have a fatal illness Mm -hmm. i i don't you know there's there's people worse off than me and i was kind of brought up even in the hospital with being like you know you're fine Mm. Uh, Mm. not that i don't have a reason to be upset but i definitely felt that way Mm. i'm trying to hide push kind of those emotions down which is exactly what i don't do to my patients it's like you know what if you're, you know, you just had a miscarriage, be sad, right? If yeah. you're pregnant and you had a miscarriage before that, be scared and happy. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, like we, feel we li- everything. Yeah, we literally just, uh, actually Estelle, who you met in the lobby right. when we, when you walked out of here, we were talking about, we, Estelle's uh, uh, two-year-old passed away um, oh, yeah. and we were talking about grief and, and we had this conversation about exactly that of like, it's okay to go to those deep, dark places like exactly. you know what did she say she was like your 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 sadness has a bottom and it's okay to go to that bottom and experience that and then come back out of it dude i think you need to i think yeah, you have absolutely. to feel it yeah. it's exactly why they made the movie inside out absolutely actually though like actually I, i'm very, serious yeah. Yeah, yeah it's okay to feel these feelings like this is this is this is who we are this is what we do and it's yeah. okay to go to Imagination Land and meet Bing Bong. Like, yeah. yeah. You know? God, that was such Bleak a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. I've got to watch it again. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Because a, a, a part of her emotional range gets shut down. Like a, um, mm. like some emotion gets shut down and it's like represented in the form of a, of, of like a an abandoned theme park. <laughs> that like that's all dusty and like none of the rides work anymore. Pretty what sure that was Rick and Morty where they made a theme park <laughs> inside the dead uh, the, the homeless man. Right. Sorry, I actually yeah. never saw Inside Out. I think. It, uh, <laughs> 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 well, I, I want to ask you, like, how yeah. do you? How does it feel right now? Like in this in this very moment? Because mm-hmm. I know I know through our text conversation you were pretty nervous. Yeah. And and clearly, you don't seem nervous. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, right? I, I get it all out. Like I'm mm. notorious for being this way it's mm. apprehension public speaking mm. it's i have to sit in my car and ball my <clears throat> eyes out and be a crazy person and then be okay i got that out of my system now i'm just gonna go and kill Very good. it you're, yeah, right. Right? you're, you're yeah. the most together person in this room right now <laughs> i know i know well be careful brian we don't want to like we don't get complimented too much yeah exactly yeah. should we yeah. take you down a yeah, you should take you me down you perfect now i feel even more confident to continue um but yeah it, it's a lot of that you know oh you're gonna kill it you're gonna do great i'm like oh my god thank you so much yeah, you know yeah. like and that's what makes me emotional really yeah, yeah. 
Um, but well, you're doing am, so well right well, now. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Where I am today, like I don't really look at, I don't think about bladder extrophy. I, I didn't even know what it was called until I was in high school. I've never oh, been shit. No way. What a trip. I didn't like, know what, what anxiety mean? was. What do you didn't I, know what it was called though. Like, I didn't know what was going on. Like I, yeah, I never, nobody talked to, you know, we, okay. nobody talked about it. Uh, uh, we kind I didn't of, know the word. But we kind of glo- glossed over this a little. I know we talked a lot about the catheterization sure. and, and um, the experience early on when you were first um, like going through surgery and stuff. But what was the, what was the conversation and education like from your parents when you were kind of realizing that, like, how did you realize that you were quote unquote different than other people who weren't born with bladder extra fee? Well, before I, well, being in and out of the hospital my whole life, but my parents would have to catheterize me before I knew how to do that, right? Right. And so I always, it was, to be honest, it was kind of, I felt ashamed, embarrassed, and I never talked about it. It's like, this is what I have to do. Don't say anything ever But you to knew anyone. that like other people <laughs> went to the bathroom differently. Yeah, or, yeah, you know. I, yeah, I full, yeah, I, I knew that I was different, but... I, I guess I, know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's strange. I don't think I've ever been asked that question before. Um, it, I, a big thing was it was just never never talked about. I, right. I remember Googling once I heard bladder extrophy after having a bowel obstruction or what they thought was that. And the doctor being like, or my dad being like, oh, she has bladder extrophy. I'm like, what? Wait, dad, wait, <laughs> I have what? And, yeah. But then the doctor being like, what's that? And I'm like, jeez, like, where am I? Like, How does why my dad do- know something <laughs> the doctor doesn't know? <laughs> How come that no doctors know what bladder extrophy is? And come to realize that, wow, okay, it's really rare. So then mm. I Googled it and I'd seen those photos in high school and I was like, never look at this shit again. Yeah. How rare um, is it? Do you know? She, it's she one said in 50,000, While you were watching Meat Hall of Meat. I was watching skateboard <laughs> videos, sorry. <laughs> it's one in 50,000. I oh, think wow. that's Crazy. accurate, that's, and it's yeah. more, and that's men. It's less common in women. Crazy. Uh, I, it, I actually pulled that up. It, it said, and the the Googleizer is saying that um, that when it's attached to your bladder, the ostomy is attached to your bladder. I'm assuming it was. Sorry, I'm assuming your ostomy. Sorry, this is going back. I just want way to, back when I was a child. Uh, no, like going back no, like five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> like five, minutes ago, <laughs> like, five minutes ago <laughs> in the episode <laughs> when you said you had an ileostomy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an ostomy bag. Was it attached to your bladder? I'm assuming. Yeah, it was. well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's attached to what the man-made bladder. Yeah, oh, right. The right? man-made bladder. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So the Googleizer is, is saying that it's a urostomy when it's attached a to the bladder, and an ileostomy. Is well, what that would you make said. sense. Cause no, I was right. I think so. Yeah. It's a small intestine, ileostomy, colonoscopy, lower intestine. I think we're all right because yeah. my bladder is Sorry, made uh, out of small uh, intestine. Whoa, so. crazy. Whoa. Whoa. So I, I think wonder, we're all accurate right now. Whoa, I wonder if they, I wonder if you were told, if, I wonder if it like, you know, <laughs> if I were to get one, it's a urostomy, but you yeah. got one and they were like, it's an ileostomy. Yeah, because it's, it's attached to me, the small intestine that's atta- made out of my I got bladder. some facts I here. I got some <laughs> facts here, folks. Oh, whoa, ready for it? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, so, so for everyone who is listening very attentively and they're writing down stuff for the test at the end, uh, I'm just going to lay out all the things that are actually true according to urologyhealth.org. Sounds pretty fucking legit. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, those are, no, those are kidneys, bro. Uh, how often does bladder extrophy occur? Bladder extrophy is rare. (laughs) On average, it occurs in about, nailed it, one in 50,000 people. It is slightly more common in males than it is in females. Did you say you thought it was more common in males? No. Yeah, Yeah, it's more common in males than in females. You fucking nailed it. Yeah. I'm not saying anything that people don't (laughs) already know. (laughs) You nailed it. It is crazy, though. Like, you, 
you, um, <clears throat> I didn't know that was a thing. Bladder you know, atrophy? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I didn't know that that was a, I think I've heard of babies being born with their heart on the outside. Yeah. Um, would that be like, I guess, would that be called like heart extrophy? I don't or think so, but I don't else? know why it wouldn't be called that. It, like rationally, that seems, seems so natural. natural. Yeah. Um, I've <laughs> treated fertility patients and then, then they became pregnant that had found out, oh, hey, their stomach, part of their intestine is outside of their body. Whoa. And so, of course, they were talking to me and I'm like, oh, that's, you know, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but that's really cool because yeah. <laughs> for yeah. me, because yeah. you're seeing this your first trimester <clears throat> in an ultrasound and the yeah. doctors have a plan of what... It, He's going to be fine. Like, yeah. He's actually going to be fine. Yeah, because like, and they're going to have this done like as soon as he's born. Like it's going to be. And if I you feel, have any questions, come talk to me. I feel the same way about kids born with CF today. Right. And and parents that are like, ah, my kid has CF, and I'm going, your that is that. Look, I know it sucks, but also could not be born at a better time than right? than ever because it's their their lives will not look like mine. You know, you want to sit down and have a chat and have coffee and talk about how hard it is to have CF. Well, I mean, you know, you might have, it might be really hard. It might. But if there's pretty good chances that it, their life's going to look very different than a lot of the people that are my age today with CF. Sick Boy Podcast. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Do you know how long you were sitting with that bladder like on the outside of you? Um, I don't know specific details, but my first surgery with the cast and all that, I'm pretty sure they just had something over the, like the, I can't call it a bladder, like what, what was protruding out of my body. And then they put everything back into place after the fact. So that would have been before two, just before two. But I'm a, I'm a, li- I'm a little whoa, loose whoa, 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 whoa. with the, I'm just, a little loose with the actual timeline. Just before two? Yeah, like I think so they broke might- my pelvis and then there's the cast basically goes up to like your ribs basically, right? And then um, the bar between your legs. And then after that is when they did all the reconstruction. So you you had a, a, a sort of outside I guess I was bladder, exposed. bladder for two years? To, I don't know. If I, I can't definitively say two years, but my aunts and all my family <sighs> remember. Like they'll say it wow. to me. I remember what you looked like. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm glad I don't remember that. <laughs> Man, did you hug me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, is that sticky? Did I stick to you? I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. <laughs> is it sticky? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'd dry up on the, it's on the outside. Well, you it's probably wore like dry up. You probably wore clothes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, but that's got to like, it's gotta, I think the they mesh that over yeah, and right. then you know obviously yeah, there's right. some technical things that we're bypassing completely here but they just uh, put cheesecloth on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> hope we stuff fine. it back in it'll be fine <laughs> 
Man, what a trip. What an absolute trip. But it's amazing that even in the 80s, you know, like, you know, my, my body's made out of other organs. Like, that's really cool. That is really cool. So, it, and and also, you, you, I know you said that they use part of your intestine. Is that all that is that all it's made out of is parts of intestine? Yeah, or, I think that I have like a like, dime-sized bladder. And then they're like, here you go. So now I have like an enormous bladder from what my urologist here says. He's like, your bladder is like, huge. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, great. Like, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's. Throw back a two, four like, and you're set. Yeah, exactly. You said it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Seal is broken long into the night. Like, yeah, exactly. How long does it take you to pee? So it depends on how much I'm drinking. So like sometimes it can be, you know, a couple of minutes. Other times if I'm drinking a lot, of course, uh, a little bit longer. So definitely longer than the average person. I, I, I don't want to say it, maybe five minutes. Is it because it, <clears throat> when you catheterize, it takes like <clears throat> when I go pee, I've got this like fire hose effect where it just goes into the water and it's splashing out all over the toilet seat. It goes everywhere. It's crazy. I got this really like powerful, strong, strong bladder. Yeah. <laughs> but when you go pee, is it, is it, even with the catheter, is it like, it's just a slow pour? No, man. No, like it's the same thing. Like I'm pushing and it would be like, whoa, like that's real strong flow because there's a lot of fluid there. Mm. So the difference is, is when I go to the bathroom, I'm peeing out my entire bladder if I stay there long enough, which is kind of the goal, right? (laughs) Um, When you guys go to the bathroom, you're not, you don't need to fully pee everything out, but Mm. I'm, you know, I'm being very successful with it. I went to take a pee yesterday (laughs) and I stood there, no fucking joke, two minutes peeing. Yeah. And I was, I started laughing. I was just going, (laughs) this has got to stop at some point. Yeah, like, so I, felt I would like say one of those weird. Uh, and it did. Things, one of those. <laughs> it did. But like, I felt like one of those fucking things you find like Spencer's gifts, where it's like, it's like the it's like the the fountain that the the never ending fountain, you yeah. know, like where it's like like awesome power, the awesome yeah. powers, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, was I not complete? I I must have completely emptied that bladder, or did I not do? Do I just when I pee? I'm not entirely sure on that, but Neither I'd say was. if it was for you for two minutes, it would be close to ten minutes for me. Oh, okay. oh fuck! Okay, yeah. So you're right. in a poo, I, I would say poo so, but I don't. I, I, you know, it's hard. Like, but you know, it's a strong stream. Right? <laughs> it's a strong, strong stream. When, strong. when I when I'm like when I can feel it, like oh crap! If I don't use the bathroom right now, I'm gonna like yeah. actual pee in my clothes. Yeah. Um, like dribble in my underwear, and it's like okay, I'm gonna run to the bathroom. Then yeah. that's you know that that's a good steady flow. Yeah. And I'm pretty proud out of that yeah you know, yeah. You know, even yeah. with my man-made bladder i still have muscles and kegels and i think i've developed those things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. maybe i'm told are missing yeah so it, it's it's a it's maybe a hard thing for me to wrap my head around because <clears throat> it's just something that's so normal to me and when i talk to people it sounds normal to uh, like every other buddy's bladder except i have a tube i just have an extra a, uh, i've always taken pride in in kind of ha- having a bit of a soft a soft flow because I make no, I make no mess. Oh, dude, I, I gotta. If I don't lift the seat, like, like when I see pee all over a fucking toilet seat, I'm like, who, who the did fuck that? was here? It yeah, was that was me at your house. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was me. I identify yeah. with you, Taylor. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, who did, who did that? Because mm-hmm. when Some, I pee, sometimes nothing, I'll, it's I'll just pee. all in the bowl. <laughs> sometimes I'll pee at the urinal, and I'll be like, you know, splash the seat in this, but I'll be like this. <laughs> That's yeah. all in your face. Well, why are you drinking it? <laughs> oh, she just I point, wasn't. I was just, trying to get my face away from it. He just points it up. 
<laughs> you're just pointing it up at your face. Dude, you're yeah, literally yeah, pointing it at your mouth right now. She was pointing my dick at <laughs> <laughs> my chin. And you didn't even realize. <laughs> could you do that with a, with a catheter? Are your catheters, like, bendable? I was like, could yeah, you, full on. You, yeah. I could definitely aim some things How? at you guys so can here you right stand, now. Could you stand up? Can you stand up yeah, and do it? Yeah, full on. Yeah, oh. and actually probably do better you? for gravity. When I was in India, um, I realized that it's way easier to pee. They have those, like, holes. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they don't have toilets. Like, squat. Yeah. Squat, squat, Which squat is really, body. I think, the ideal way of using the bathroom. You know, what's funny is that we've it, we're we are now like seconds shy of be, of talking for an hour, and there's probably so many people that were like, "Fuck, when are they going to ask if she can piss standing up?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever spelled your name in the snow? <laughs> my mom stands. My mom stands when she pees. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That, right. Yeah. Um, well, she pees out of her belly button, so I don't have yeah. to if I'm yeah. tired. She's not going like, to lay on the toilet. <laughs> squats <laughs> on the toilet. Yeah. It's like get my leg workout. But have in. you ever spelled your name in the? Um, like, I haven't spelled my name in the snow. I don't know if I've no. done that either. To be yeah, honest. I don't know if Are I've actually peed outside me? in the snow. Maybe I have. Yeah, really? outhouses, but maybe not snow. Anywhere else outdoors, but it's pretty maybe satisfying not in the winter. when you pee in the snow because it just goes right through so easily. Bucket list this yeah. winter. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Here new, we go. new year, new you. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's um, a thing. There's a thing that I, <clears throat> I mean, we're on the pee train. We're talking about pee, so I might as well tell this story. There's a thing that I love to do, and I have a dog named Bigby. And sometimes when I'm a little, uh, a little drunky boo, I'll come home and I'll be so happy to see my dog. I'm always so happy to see him, especially when I have, I've had a couple drinks. Like I'm, I'm, Dude, he, me he, too. Kn- he knows when I come home drunk. Cause he's like, Oh yeah, dad, <laughs> dad's just- extra happy to see me today. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, you want to go for pee? Want to go for pee, pee a little bite? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I want to go pee. Cause he has to pee. He's been inside. And then I will go outside Good and description. I'll, I'll pee with him. And it's just such a bonding moment. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you put your leg up and everything? Yeah. Like No, I just I pee on the same bush that he pees <laughs> oh, on. You know what? Okay. I do that too with with uh with Loki. And you guys live on the f- fourth floor of an apartment building, so you just do it off your b- balcony. Well no, I take him down out front onto the street <laughs> and then we do it there. <laughs> yeah. Um so I wanted to uh ask you. Uh, <laughs> God, you look so uncomfortable, Brian. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, he's been well, building up the courage this entire Brian, time. Brian just yeah. said he doesn't have a dog to pee with. Yeah, I was actually that's 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 what I was getting to me. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering, is there any like risk or any concern that like the way that they've constructed your bladder that that will break down over your lifetime earlier than like what would be expected of like a normal regular quote unquote bladder? Um. Damn, I never thought about it. No, uh, no, that's, that's, that's not. No, honestly, everything's good. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, everything is fine. What I need to worry about moving forward is stones. Stones is a big okay. thing because with using tubes, you're putting you know foreign bacteria into your body from mm. time to time, right. and oh, yeah. so it's just really staying on top of that, which is why I had surgery a couple of years ago because they didn't detect them. That's right. So, right, right. That was We said this way early on and we lost mm. track. A typical us. Um, uh, leave your scathing reviews at applepodcast.com. Um, uh, <clears throat> you, <clears throat> you had stones. How? So if I got... Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking kidney stones. So you're saying bladder stones? So I don't know. Like, like um, <clears throat> what is that? I, so for about... Three years, I thought I was getting maybe bowel obstruction pain. And so I don't go to the hospital anymore <laughs> until I start throwing up. I just suffer in excruciating pain for like 10 to 12 hours. Yeah, me too. Because when you go to Emerge, they yeah. think you're drug-seeking. And I don't even... That, that's Crazy. And even though my I have like 
10 charts in Newfoundland, it's still the same process, right? And so unless I'm throwing up, I, I don't go there. And so this happened over a period of three years, you when know, you get there, evolving you throw, bowel obstruction. When you get there, you throw up on the triage desk, and then that's when they go, treat me now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She's actually well, sick. We st- <clears throat> yeah, we still can't give you anything, though, until you see the doctor. <laughs> right, right. Right? Which, that, that's protocol. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um, so that was, like, really crazy. It was a really crazy experience. My urologist has always been in here in Halifax. So I fly. I, at this time, I flew here. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. I went to see two doctors. They did one where they were going to blast stones with, like, ultrasound. Um, they tried to do that when I was asleep. And I basically took Like up- they snuck up on you while <laughs> yeah, you were sleeping? Yeah, I was just, like, like sleeping you know, and, like... Get, get those stones. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they tried to do it, and like and I got all of them. <laughs> they tried to do it a certain way, and because my bladder is intestine, it's very porous. So they have to fill your bladder up with fluid, and basically, oh, what I happened did. is that I became sodium deficient. I'm not even going to use the technical term. Um, and all if you Google all the side effects of that, it's gnarly. It's like mental confusion, coma, like Whoa. craziness. My what? belly was distended so far out. It felt like I have like a linear scar. It felt like I was looking down at my stomach thinking that something was just going to like break out like alien oh, or something, right? Whoa. It, um, I thought sodium was like super bad and you just wanted to get as little as so- sodium it's as possible. It's the sodium potassium sort of stuff, right? So they're putting so much fluid into your body so they can see what they're doing and I'm, yeah, I didn't catch that one. Hype, so. hype, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, it was a, it was a bad joke. Yeah. Hyponatremia. Tremia. Yeah. Hyponatremia. That's right. Hyponatremia signs uh, include altered personality. Well, altered, but that's so vague. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> altered personality. Jer's you will really, be different. Jer's really nice and like kind of goofy, but then when he has when he has a hyponatremia, he's a fucking boy. Yeah, dude, which you're probably at risk. Yeah, because uh, of sodium deficiency, like you, yeah, you lose a yeah, fuckload of salt, yeah, so you're probably right. at risk of this yeah, condition. That's why I'm that would so explain a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I do want to read this. Though. Low sodium hypo hyponatremia occurs when you have abnormally low amount of sodium in your blood, or when you have too much water in your blood. Whoa, too much water in your blood. Low, low blood sodium is common in older adults, especially those who are hospitalized or living in long term care facilities. Signs and symptoms include altered personality, I love that, lethargy and confusion, severe hyponatremia can cause seizures, coma, and even death. That oh, is not So, so no did, coma, no death. But uh, how did you get the hypo? Uh, so, okay, so they pump your bladder through a fluid so that they can get in there, see where the stones are floating around. So my bladder is special, and it's made of intestine, which the intestine will soak up that water, right? It's kind of like a that's sponge. That's what your large intestine yeah. does. That's it what it does. pulls the water out of your poo-poo. And so this is what they think. I, when I actually came out, they're like, we have no idea why you have distended belly that it looks like it's going to explode. Um, but... They had asked my boyfriend at the time, you know, uh, does Krista usually, is she usually really quiet, you know, like doesn't talk very loud, all that kind of stuff. And he just bust out laughing because I'm really loud and I talk all the time. And yeah, so that's my altered personality there. The the doctor's just like, why are you whispering? Why why are you whispering? You're just like, I didn't talk to anybody. And they're like, uh, we ASMR. can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Also, this is now the ASMR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Sorry, wait. Did I just miss something? Yeah, what just do, happened? Do you know what ASMR is? No. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing a session right now. Oh yeah. And then I will come over to your house and make sure that you have the door unlocked. <laughs> this is too much. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine I'm brushing your eyelashes with a very coarse comb. <laughs> comb? Comb? <laughs> Holy fuck! What just happened to my ears? Taylor's an old man. He doesn't know what the internet is, so he has no fucking clue what ASMR is. There's so many people who are so confused. There's so many people, so many like, people that are just like, oh my god, I'm going to sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, is that a fucking sleeping thing? No, it's no. like a semi-arousal... <laughs> I, dude, I don't what? fucking know, man. Look it's, it up. Oh my it's god, a, is that why I'm hard right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a feely good thing for your ears. It is. It's like a massage for your fucking head. <laughs> what does yeah. ASMR stand for? ASMR is... Um, uh, aud- aud- Autosomatic. Aud- Autosomatic... Uh, Autonomous sensory meridian response is an experience characterized by a static-like and or tingling sensation of the skin <laughs> that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back. <laughs> Dude, of the that, was, that was that was so overwhelming. Like I got to a point where I was like, I'm feeling. Yeah, just, yeah. Because there were three of us fucking ASMRing your ass. I have been talking about that so oh much the past three weeks. Like, what can I do with my voice now that I can't work? Yeah, just, just, just. And I've been sending everybody voice clips because I couldn't type. So it's oh like, God. hi guys, how are you doing? Taylor, today? when you watch actual legit ASMR videos, yeah. you are gonna get so uncomfortable. Like yeah. if anyone, if anyone would get so uncomfortable that they would get angry, it's Taylor. Wait, why? Oh, dude, you will. Uh, I can't hate wait for you. Really? I, I you like will them. Fucking hate it. I, I, it like nice. no- I like white noise. No, it's not no. white noise, dude. Dude, it's literally. It's look. I have a super long beard right now. People like if people haven't seen me. In a bit, I have a big beard. This is ASMR. Me using my beard, ASMR. <laughs> Hold on, shut the fuck up. Hold on, Donovan, turn this up. And that's my <laughs> and that's my beard. And my beard's rubbing on your uh, face. I personally like. I personally like like I'm the. Not uh, kidding, that's ASMR. <laughs> Yeah, that was just scratching, scratching, scratching the, the fucking mic. like a little fucking fuck. squirrel just, just <laughs> burrowing at the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> guys, this straight up my favorite bit that we've ever hit on the podcast ever. It's fucking funny, man. Oh fuck, holy shit! What's really great is we have literally. The most top of the line perfect <laughs> microphones for ASMR. Dude, like, my brain hurts. Yes, I know. This is the ASMR kicking. That's how you know it works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have headphones my... on. To... <laughs> Dude, it's so especially with these it's ones. A lot. It's, it's a lot. so much. Here, here, let's here put these on. Let's do one more session. <laughs> oh my god, wait, we're beating a dead horse now. No, okay. let's do one more session. Right, for one Brian. more session for Brian. Here we go. Um, I'll do your sound, Brian. Uh, you just sit back, close your eyes. How now, brown cow, my beard? Oh, yes. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
my view out of the phone. No, I don't have headphones, so I can't hear any of that. God. I think this is a new subsect of the show. This is it, yeah. Sick Boy is Dude, we should do an ASMR podcast. We're starting a new IP. This is it. You're hearing it now. We should have just did the whole Brought to you by Snack Labs, everybody. Snack Labs. Brought to you by Snack Labs. Um... Well, I feel like it would be weird if we ended it on that. Um, uh, but okay. let's actually, yeah. let's rein it back in. Okay. I'm going to ask you the question that we ask uh, most of our guests, which, um, which is, what would you say out of, out of all, I mean, you, you've experienced a lot of things. Out of everything that you've gone through, what would you say is the biggest thing that, that this entire life experience has taken away from you? Oh, man. Now I feel like I need to whisper. Um, <laughs> Use your thoughtful away from, voice. Yeah. Taken away from me? It's so funny. If you were to ask me this when I was younger, I would have thought of a thousand things. Um, you like my normal bladder? Like my, yeah, yeah. like the, yeah. the ability to hold urine. Um, it's taken away. I have more fear. I, I think the mental emotional aspects of what I went through is probably the, the biggest thing that is kind of taken away from me. Uh, but I can turn that out of positive, also. But well, you know my next mean? question was, what, what do you, what would you say is the biggest thing it's given you? Oh, it's given, it's given me my life purpose. It's really, it really has. Um, I can relate to pretty much anyone, and um, empathetically, my profession. It's just, it's done everything for me. It's amazing. I, uh, I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Which, if you were to ask me that when I was a teenager, I would have said, you know, very depressed. Then, like, I want to end it all. But now, I'm just like. Fuck yeah, I'm amazing. I got a badass bladder. I pee through too. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, uh, I, usually this is where we end it. But you just said something that made me. I, I can't help but think about this. Your your the intestine is an absorber. What's the fucking word? That's not. <laughs> no, I think but that's it, it. It's, it's an absorber. An, it's, an absor- yeah. it's an absorber. <laughs> it it absorbs liquid. Yeah, isn't that kind of odd? That I guess they it's would, counterintuitive. Yeah, like does it does it pull out the? I think in with that particular thing we were talking with the stones, they were pumping my bladder like really full with fluid, and so it absorbed very well, very much, right? Mm. And so um, on the day to day basis, you know. I, that's a really good question. Like, I don't really think I know the. the urine, yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe it doesn't work the same. Like once they take yeah. it out of like yeah, it's a yeah. little package where it exists yeah. initially. Yeah, or is your or is your bowel absorbing? Like literally absorbing H two O. Well, mm-hmm. there's water in your pee, so like, do you pee how much, yellow yeah. more? Like, yeah, you know, what color is your pee? <laughs> well, I drink a lot of water because I'm very, you know, adamant on you know what my bladder look like, what my urine looks like, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, because it's made out of bowel, there's more mucus, and there will always be a slight different bacteria. Like, do you I'll, mucus I'll, in your pee? Yeah, like, I'll, and do it'll you have, always like, oily be there. Pee? Um, no, it kind of just looks like slimy? I don't know, like like sludge? little bits of yeah. sludge, but like mm. not always. Right. But there's always some slight degree of that. Right. And then I'll always, when I do urine tests, there'll always be high white blood cell count, um, even when I don't have, say, an infection, just right. because it's a different two different systems, I guess. Mm. Right, dude. This is right. this was fucking. This is yeah. fascinating stuff. Mm. <laughs> like really, really interesting and. And like the human body is just so it's I, amazing. It, it's so amazing and so bizarre. Yeah. You know, like the fact that the fact that we can we can come out of the womb with the parts of us that are supposed to be on the inside on the outside yet that doesn't equate 
Um, I mean, it did at a time, but it doesn't equate like death. You're you're a thirty four year old woman thriving, like yeah, li- like killing it, it ki- literally, literally able to go break, <laughs> able to go break your fucking wrist at, uh, while snowboarding. Like you, you can do amazing things. Yeah, travel the Yet world. You came out with with a fucking internal organ that you need existing <laughs> yeah. on the outside of you and inside out, inside out too. Like right, like what? That is. <laughs> mind fuck that is such a that is that is Chris Angel mind freak <laughs> and your name is yeah. Christina Angel and I think that is a perfect yeah. place has your brother ever used yeah. it in one of his bits episode title Christina <laughs> Angel mind freak <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christina yeah. Angel mind freak I get it a lot Christina Angel what's the what's the what's his catchphrase are you ready yeah that's right are you ready, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? which also that is uh, that's a little bit of ASMR for you right there Taylor are you ready? Yeah. Um, Angel, Krista, whatever, whatever, whatever you, you want to call me, whatever you prefer to go by. Yeah. You go by. Both. Are you Chris Angel? I am tech. I'm actually disguise? Chris Angel. It's just a facade. I'm just levitating facade? here, actually. <laughs> yeah. Also. Yeah. And then you were just like, what's a natural progression from Chris? <laughs> oh, Krista. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you, David Blaine. Thank you so much. <laughs> 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 Krista. No, but honestly, Krista, thank you. Like, thank you for coming in and, and sharing Sharing so much of that, and and also just to know that that you because you 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 alluded to it earlier how how there's going to be some people that listen to this that don't fucking realize. Yeah, there's uh, going to be a lot of people that know me that listen to this and be like, "What?" Kudos to you, <laughs> kudos to you, because uh, that yeah, that man. is it. That's a that's a big step. Like that's a that's a really rad thing to do, and I'm I'm glad you decided to come and and share that with us because. Uh, well, thank mm-hmm. you for having me. It's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, it it's really inspiring. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. <clears throat> we hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back for another episode next week, as we always are. In the meantime, head on over to Apple Podcast, which is an app on your phone. And also, if you got a, a, a MacBook, it's just like on – it's iTunes. It's just on your, your computer. Yeah, it's in your and iTunes. You, you go to the podcast part of it, and you can – Leave a rating or a review, and uh, and it'd it, be really nice. It would be really nice. It actually means a lot. And here's the here's the funny thing is we we were like let's do this thing where we just read the shit reviews, and so we there's it's actually a, there's really an hard. option. Well, there's, there's actually there isn't any good ones. There, so. there's a, well, there's no no no. There's an option here where we're we can, most helpful. No no hold on. That we we can you can you can sort it. So it's customer reviews. I love that it's customer reviews. Like thanks guys, thanks for being our customer. Uh, <laughs> You can choose most critical reviews. So this shows us like the lowest ratings. Yeah, but we read these two. We already. read two of them already, and then the rest are like the rest are just super nice. The rest are just really nice. So, so if you could help us out, go on there, leave us a five star. Re- actually, no, just yeah, give leave us, us a five star yeah. re- review. But say something yeah. really crazy and mean so we can read it on the show well, because there's too many nice five star ones. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read one of our most recent reviews. Which is actually not a five star. Here we go. It's oh, a four okay. star. Oh, it's a four star. Uh, yeah, fuck that. I mean, hopefully, there's some constructive feedback in there. So here we go. At keep on keeping on. This is coming from East Coast biologist. Oh, I read this one. This is one that oh, says, cool. uh, "Please include more ASMR in the podcast." Oh. <laughs> Dude, well, your wish is our command. <laughs> I actually, I actually, I got something to say after this. Uh, East Coast biologist, thank you for leaving a review. I have been a dedicated Sick Boy listener from the beginning, and I look forward to new releases that I save your podcast for my weekly trip to the grocery store. 
That's so cute. I swear everyone around me probably thinks I'm insane because I'm either crying or laughing out loud every week while without fail. In Usually, the grocery store. Yeah, in the grocery store. Usually, <laughs> just picture someone picture this. Picking, up, picking up milk going, oh, 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 oh God, eggs, I need eggs. <laughs> Usually both within the same trip. I'm currently working towards a career in healthcare, and I recommend Sick Boy to literally everyone I meet. I think healthcare professionals could all benefit from the raw, uncensored look you, uh, into the patient's perspective. Keep up the incredible work. The mm-hmm. world is a better place because of the conversations you guys share. Yeah, and something they didn't mention there is that it's almost a substitute for medical school, which is <laughs> which you know is really which is really powerful and helpful. So I'm gonna I'm just for, uh, <clears throat> that person sounded sure like they, lawyers not gonna agree with that. That person sounded like they really liked the podcast, and I would I would guess by that <coughs> review that they probably support us on Patreon. Yeah, and if you want to do that. And you don't already, you can go to patreon.com slash sickboy and just become one of those great peeps because we love you um, and uh, we know who you are. And um, uh, thank you so much because we, we, we have new conversations. We go to see, we go to new cities. We, we, we tell amazing stories uh, with that support. So patreon.com slash sickboy. And uh, thank you to uh, Donovan, the CPAP Morgan for the amazing sound design on the show. And also thank you for the ASMR. Noises and sounds like putting in. Yeah, Donna is going to add them. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what he does with this. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and also thank you to uh, take part for the theme music. Uh, the the band formerly known as Take Part they, and Florida uh, Man. They <laughs> and then formerly known as Florida Man uh, created the theme song for the show. They probably have a new band name by now, but we don't know what it is yet. So uh, I think they're currently uh, we'll, uh, jury's out on that one. We'll, we'll we'll tell you when we know. But by the time this comes out, yeah. they'll probably know. Oh, here's a two star review. Yeah, well, let's save it for next week. Okay. Uh, before I say that is it for this week, there is something that I I seriously want to throw to that is going to mean a lot to someone who's listening right now. There was a series of tweets. That came into Sick Boy at Sick Boy Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Sick Boy Podcast or on Instagram at Sick Boy Podcast. Same, same. But it was a series of tweets that came in from, I would say, uh, right now, probably our our super fan, someone who guarantee you listened. I know know who it is. Nine, ten times out of ten, no one's listening this far into the podcast. Once we get to the fucking credits, no one's listening. She's listening. This young woman is listening right now. Jennifer. Feltenstein or Feltenstein, I don't really know. I'm just going to fucking say Feltenstein. Uh, I know you're listening, and you sent us a few tweets the other day that I don't think the boys saw, but I'm going to read them right now for you guys and, dude, for, you, and for you, Chris Angel. I, I, I read all the Jen content. Jennifer Feltenstein, Feltenstein tweeted us uh, December 29th at Sick Boy Podcast. Have you thought about doing an ASMR episode of your podcast? <laughs> I don't mean interviewing a guest who uses ASMR. I mean talking in whispered voices which <laughs> trigger ASMR. That would be cool. I wonder what your Canadian listeners would think of that. Because Jennifer, uh, for the people who don't know, which is everyone, lives in New York City. So she's she has Canadian. cerebral palsy, I think. Does. Uh, yeah, she, she uses a wheelchair full time. I know that. And she's, she, she's a big advocate for that. And, mm-hmm. and, okay, so that was tweet number one. She continued the same tweet, but second tweet, because you, you only have a hundred and whatever, 21 characters or whatever. 40? That's like my podcast, 140. 
Because I listen to the podcast to make me laugh, calm me down, and relax. Or if you want, you can interview a guest who uses ASMR to relax them. That would be interesting to hear how it helps them, not to mention I fall asleep from from it sometimes. What? You fall asleep from our podcast sometimes? No, from ASMR. ASMR. I think she falls asleep from our podcast sometimes. (laughs) At Segway Podcast, this is the third tweet of the series of three. Someone with insomnia and anxiety, just the thought that you might want to do a podcast episode on it, even though it's not a medical condition, but it helps relax anxiety, which is one. By the way, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Why didn't you you whisper all of that? Yeah, I should have. Can you not slam your phone down on the table like that? Here we go. Which trigger ASMR? That would be cool. I wonder what your Canadian listeners would think of that. That's a good podcast because I listen to the podcast to make me laugh, calm me down, and relax. Or if you want, you can interview a guest who uses ASMR to relax them. That would be interesting to hear how it helps them. Not mention if I fall asleep from it sometimes, which is great for that's a good podcast. Someone with insomnia and anxiety just thought that you might want to do a podcast episode on it, even though it's not a medical but it helps release anxiety, which is one. By the way, ASMR stands for automatics. Automatic sensors. <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. Oh, my God. We, we love the fuck out of you, Jennifer. That is it for this week. <clears throat> I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.